Welcome back to In This Together podcast. I got a surprise for y'all for the very last podcast of the year, which is so crazy. We're closing out 2022, and for this episode, I'm going to do something a little fun. So my husband, Chance, is about to come home from his training, and he has no idea that I have set up all of our stuff for the podcast, and I have a bunch of questions that I'm going to ask him when he gets home about this past year, reflecting on it. And it's kind of fun because all these questions we're actually going to post. And so that way you all can actually ask your friends these questions. And it could be like a fun New Year's Eve thing or a New Year's Eve dinner thing or something that you kind of talk and hang out with your friends and talk about. So anyways, I'm waiting for him to come home. I'm so excited. He has no idea. I keep on asking him like, when are you going to be home? I miss you. <laughs> Just And he's like, wow, Maya's being really sweet today, which I am. But it is true. But I'm also just getting ready for him. And so anyways, he'll be home any minute. And then we're going to get started. Yo! <laughs> and we are here with Chance. This is actually our first podcast, which is crazy. Together. together. First podcast together. We have both done separately, but never one together. So you'll get to kind of see how we are, which is definitely weird and fun and hopefully a little crazy. But this is going to be a little bit more of like a fun podcast just to kind of get to know us, get to know Chance and me. And a lot of things have changed this past year. And we just kind of want to have an opportunity to just kind of have some fun on this. This is the last podcast of the year. And we Whoa. just want to have, I know that's crazy. And we just want to have some fun on this and just kind of get to know y'all and let y'all get to know us. So for my first question that I'm going to ask Chance is pick three words to describe this past year. Okay, pick three words to describe this past year. I would say one would be um, growth. I feel like I've grown a lot um, this past year and my faith and just um, as a person, I went from being a college student to getting drafted um, for baseball, not for the military. And a lot um, of people ask us that, so that's why he clarified. <laughs> and to being a husband. So there's definitely a lot of growth. Um, and with growth comes change. So I also say change um, and just changing from all those different aspects, you know, living with um, guy roommates for the past four years to um, having one girl roommate for the rest of my life. <laughs> um, so that's been fun. And that's definitely a change. And I would say my last word would be joy. Um, just a lot of joy in this past year of finishing up my senior season of playing baseball um, in college. Um, you know, as I said earlier, getting drafted uh, to play Major League Baseball, which has been a dream of mine since um, ever since I really started and to getting to marry Maya. Um, mm -hmm. There's just been a lot of joy in these past uh, in this past year. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, I think we're both going to have to coin one of the words of change as one of our words for this past year, because we both have just had it's the year that we've both graduated college and or I've well, graduated. I didn't graduate. Yeah, I have graduated college. Speak for yourself. <laughs> so I graduated college. Chance has a little bit more time that he'll do after baseball eventually. But I had graduated college, moved from Tallahassee back home, and then from back home we moved to Tampa and we got married. And so I would just say, and also just change of the business too. I mean, we changed from we had a shop, which was literally the best thing in the world and one of my favorite things ever. And we had a shop and then we changed to now not having a shop and being more online and just completely recreating our brand, which has been so much fun and just so awesome. So I feel like change is definitely a word in all aspects of mm -hmm. both of our lives. And then I would say, I would, what's another word for like stretch? Like, I feel like I've like 
been growth. No, I don't want to say growth. I would say I would I would say I've had to learn a lot of perseverance this year, like persevering through just hard things and for persevering to finish school, persevering with business, although things were just changing a lot. And so I feel like perseverance, honestly, kind of a lot of times goes like coincides with change because sometimes you can't always, sometimes the changes are fun, like you're getting married or sometimes the changes aren't fun when things happen with family members getting sick or whatever it is, you know, and you have to kind of like persevere through it. And then I would say, oh, we can't both coin the same term of joy as well, but I would say fun. So it's pretty much joy, but I'm getting more creative with a $5 word instead of a $10 word. But I would say fun because it's just been a fun year. I mean, we've had from, from graduations, from I mean, our wedding was so much fun. Uh, bachelorette parties to all, just all of the things, engagement parties, just all of the kind of getting stuff. Getting to come watch me play baseball. Getting to watch Chance come play baseball. So much fun. <laughs> it is fun. But um, anyway, so I think it's just been a fun year. Like I know I'll look back on it and be like, wow, that was a, that was a pretty cool year. So on the topic, we both wanted to coin the word joy, but we didn't. So this is a perfect opportunity. What is an unexpected joy this past year? Um, <clears throat> so an unexpected joy this past year. Um, what was an unexpected joy this past year? Uh, I would say I would say an unexpected joy this past year would be um, getting called up to A ball after pitching a couple times in rookie ball. Um, you know, I wasn't expecting that we were. Which is basically um, the next level up. Yeah, which is getting bumped, getting bumped up a level um, because I had like everybody, everybody that was at rookie ball at the complex was all going home. Everybody had their bags packed. Everybody was like here we go. Like, it's time to go home. Like, we'll see y'all back in a couple weeks. And, um, and then after we'd finished up our last game in rookie ball and I pitched in that, um, I was like, I, I got done working out and I was in the locker room just hanging out with some of the guys. And I got called into one of the coaches office with one of the other pitchers who pitched in that game. And we both got sent up, um, as well as, um, one of my friends, Marquise from Georgia tech, me and him play together. Um, and so all three of us got sent up um, together. And so that was just like an unexpected joy that, you know, I thought I was going home um, for, I think about like maybe a month-ish. Um, but then instead I got to um, go play baseball in Fredericksburg, Virginia for a month and go, uh, go meet a lot of great guys and go grow as a baseball player as well. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that was definitely an unexpected joy. That yeah. was exciting. Uh, I remember I called Maya and I was like, well, I'm not coming home. <laughs> and I'm not going to see you for a while. Uh-huh. But then, but then I was like, because I got moved up. And so then it was. It was really, it was really exciting time. Yeah, it definitely was. So I would say my favorite thing, my unexpected joy that has come from this past year has been cooking. Because I actually, like in college, I didn't really care about cooking that much. I was I was in a sorority and so we had a somebody like cooking our meals all the time and then I was in a dorm so I didn't really have a kitchen to cook in and then my senior year I was honestly just so busy with work that I didn't really cook all that much and so we just kind of went out to eat and then now that I am I, also just a really big snacker yeah I'm and really I'm not a meal person so cooking was just never something that was on my radar because I honestly just snacked all the time like my favorite favorite meal is like a charcuterie board like I will eat that all day long. My not, favorite thing, not but not chance. Chance can't do that. And so whenever I knew that we were getting married and everything, obviously. And so this past summer. It didn't come as a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not. So this past summer, 
I knew that Chance really, really loved food. I, it's like honestly one of his love languages. And so I knew that this past summer that I really wanted to get good at cooking for him. And I will say when I was little, I loved to cook for my family and stuff, but I would make like the weirdest things and it wasn't any good. And so whenever I was kind of having some time this summer, I was like, you know what, I'm going to really start to learn and just like pick up little things. And so I really started to kind of cook and I'd watch videos and all these different things. And then now um, that we live together, I have just had a blast cooking. Like it's so fun. Like even if I'm tired, I feel like it's just something that's like really fun to do. Like last mm -hmm. night, I think it was last night. Yeah, I was pretty tired. And I was like, you know what, this is gonna be so nice. And it was honestly really therapeutic. And it's just fun. And I put on fun music and I just get to cook and I just have a good time. And I think it makes me happy knowing that I'm feeding my husband good and feeding myself good because and it's also really funny. And I guess this is unexpected joy too, is that I didn't realize that I had kind of associated with like eating less as like being healthier and eating less as like it would make me look better and all these different things. And before I got my appendix removed and all that happened, I remember I was telling Chance, I was like, I feel like I'm the healthiest I've ever been. And I was eating way more food and way more often than I used to. And so I think that's been like a really unexpected like lesson too that I learned is that little or little isn't always healthier and not eating enough is not healthier and also is not going to make you look better in any way and not that that really should matter but i feel yeah. like that was kind of like a unexpected joy slash lesson and almost like an unexpected like freeing that i didn't really realize that i needed and so that was kind of cool um an unexpected joy and making sure that the food is healthy yeah making sure that the food is healthy because that's been really fun as we've We've had a lot of time, a lot of fun kind of finding healthy recipes. And that's pretty much all we cook um, besides our cookies and brownies. Dessert is dessert is up for grabs. <laughs> you can get whatever you want for dessert. Okay, so now we talked about our unexpected joy. What is the single most challenging thing that happened to you this year? Um, <clears throat> you can only say one. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't, I can't really think of too many challenging things that have happened to me this past year. Um, I think I'm a pretty, well, I also think I'm just like a, like a hard person to like put down. Yeah. Like, Chance um, like never gets, even when we like argue or something or get frustrated at each other, <laughs> I'm like still a little bit upset and he's sitting over there and he's like, okay, so we can do this. And I'm like, and he's like, why are you like not bounced back? Yeah, and it's I'm, like five minutes later and Maya's still like cooling off and I'm like, bro. <laughs> like he just, it's very hard. Like I've never really seen you in like a consistently bad mood. If it has to do with anything other than like traffic. I was about to say maybe if it's a traffic. Yeah, traffic is where I see you consistently. That's like that. my most challenging. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I would say the most challenging thing that happened to me this past year was um, in my college baseball season, not really um, performing as well as I wanted to. Um, kind of in like the middle-ish to end-ish part of the season. Um, I started out throwing really well and finished up throwing good. Um, but it was kind of like, I just kind of hit like a little drag, um, in that, like in that kind of little stint of the season, mm -hmm. um, and got pulled off starting on Fridays to starting on Sundays, um, which I was still happy that I was starting. So, I mean, it wasn't really like that big of a challenge, but, um, I wasn't like, I wasn't our number one starter anymore on Fridays anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was definitely challenging to go through because I just kind of gotten comfortable in that role and um, just comfortable in the role of being our number one guy. And I think that, that was definitely a learning lesson is that positions in baseball are always up for grabs and um, just to never get too comfortable with anything and to always um, 
and to just always appreciate with where you're at. Yeah, I would say same thing with life too. I mean, I think we all get really comfortable in the positions or the jobs or whatever, or even the relationship that we're in or friendships that we're in. And we don't even realize like that those can be gone in one minute or like mm -hmm. those things can change. What was the single most challenging thing that happened to you, Maya? Oh my gosh. Um, I would say aside of, or not like chance, my year was a little bit hard. This is probably like one of my hardest year I feel like um, just marrying me has been a pain. <laughs> no, that hasn't been. That has been my greatest joy. There's just been a lot of other things where I feel like it's just been a hard year. And so I would say the we've single. Had, we've had a hard. We've had a long year. Yeah, we have. We have. But um, and it's it's funny too how like I've had a hard year. It's kind of cool how a relationship works. It's like chances walk through every single step of that hard year with me. But like mm -hmm. it's also like it's I'm so thankful for like how strong he is in the sense of like that's not become like his hard year. You know, like yeah. I feel like um, it's really awesome thing to have a relationship. And I think sometimes it's like oh well, if I have a hard year, then shouldn't you have a hard? You know what I mean? Like this should be your yeah. hard year too. But I think honestly realizing the fact that like that's if it was like that that would be a really really horrible time and i think that that's what's honestly made just me grow so much in this year and made it such a beautiful year out mm -hmm. of like kind of the hardness um has been having somebody to talk to about it and somebody who really changes my perspective and um just makes me realize the joy so the most challenging thing this year i'm just gonna keep this one short and sweet but because i could talk about it for a while it's just like a lot of relationship changes and i feel like that was kind of hard on me but i am very thankful for it because if i've never had to press into the lord and asking him just how to handle certain situations so much and so i would say that has been something that i have learned from the most challenging thing that happened mm -hmm. in uh, life this year next in what ways did you grow spiritually this year I'm excited to hear this because I feel like you have grown spiritually so much this year, just in your faith and your relationship with God from what I can see, which is always a good result of Thanks. what's happening inwardly. So I think in the way that I grew most spiritually would probably be in my prayer life, um, which is I'm reading a book called A Praying Life by Paul Miller. Um, and the book just really makes prayer just seem so simple and just kind of so relatable and like that you're not like it helps you realize that you're not the only one who struggles with all these things that you feel alienated in. Um, and so I think that that's helped um, drive me into a lot more prayer, um, just being more conscious, uh, conscious about that, because, you know, like I enjoy reading, I enjoy getting in the word, um, although that can be hard at times. Um, I enjoy listening to worship music. And I'd really say just one of the areas of my um, spiritual life that I felt like needed the most work was definitely my prayer life. Um, and, and, you know, it's been cool to pray and then see God answer those prayers right away. Like whenever, after we first got married, I don't know funny. what made me pray in the, I don't know what made me pray this prayer in the shower, but I just asked God that, uh, just, I asked God that he would um, help me with my patience today. And, um, and on that day, me and Maya were running late for church and I ripped the mirror off my car, pulling out of the driveway. And you may ask, how do you do that? Um, it's tough to explain the driveway that we had, but um, you know, anybody could do it. And, um, but, and so I was just like, golly. And so that was my test of patience um, that morning. And I wouldn't say I failed it, but I wouldn't say I passed it either. I'd so I got maybe a solid C. Yeah. Because right? at first, you know, I was, I was very, I was very angry. But of course, I ripped my mirror off while I'm in a hurry. But, um, 
I think that you I turned it around. Yeah, I turned it. I turned it around mm -hmm. quick. You didn't let that ruin your whole day. Which Correct. Is really good. And how about you? What do you think you've grown in spirit? <laughs> I just like totally switched up. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like 100 to zero. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> so in what ways did you grow spiritually? I think that the thing that I've really grown in spiritually is just learning how to give grace and like the concept of grace. Like I feel like before I she like gives me a lot. <laughs> so like I think before like I before I was having all the things that was going on like relationally, I feel like I like knew what grace was and I always told people like, Oh yeah, give them grace. Like you know, it's not really like them right now, or it's like mm -hmm. they're having a hard time or whatever it is. But I think that recently and um but I think that I really learned this year, like how to like truly give grace and like how to like, yeah. hum and grace is actually really like a humbling effect too, because mm -hmm. I think that in order to give somebody grace, you have to humble yourself and be like, yeah, okay, you like put, you have to put your pride aside. Yeah. It's literally like, I don't care about what's like, if I'm right right now or who's right. Like I care that like you like see the Lord and that like you have grace right now um, in order to like do better. And so I think that that's something that I really learned is like how to like humble myself. And I've learned when you have humility, it's a lot easier to be graceful, but whenever you're prideful, it's a lot harder to be graceful. And so yeah. I think that a lot of pride has been um, taken away so from me. So there's a little heart check. People. Yeah. in the best way, in the best way possible, I feel like um, I had a heart check and a lot of pride was taken away from me of like, why do you want to be right about this situation? Like, why do you, you know, and just kind of realizing that instead, to how to be a little bit more graceful and be a little bit more humble. And so I feel like that's kind of that's what great. I've learned spiritually this year. And I guess this actually, I might, that was just my answer for this next question. And what ways do you grow in your relationships with others? So okay, that was so, my, that was my yeah. answer. So I basically just gave you a double I give you a double whammy and so, now chances turn. I would say that my relationships with others have definitely been, um, a lot harder since me and Maya got married and we're off living in Tampa now. Um, I'm not constantly surrounded by um, 40 guys on a baseball team all day, taking classes with them and then going to the field for hours on hours every day and then going back to the dorms or apartments and living with them and spending all day with them. Um, it definitely takes a lot more communication, which, um, I will say I'm pretty good at communicating with yeah, my friends. Yeah, that's his skill. Um, <clears throat> but then also, too, like all my best friends back at home, um, you know, just not really getting to spend a whole lot of time with them because they're on college breaks. And so it's just kind of tough to um, line up the times. And so I would say my relationships have changed. Um, definitely, They've definitely changed in like a distance factor, but I don't think that's really like changed like how close my relationships are. I just think that – to like get that same closeness, um, it just requires a lot more distant communication as opposed to like face-to-face -face connection. Yeah, I think honestly I've learned a lot of that too being married because we, we are in Tampa, which is far from all our friends. I used to live with a lot like my friends. I used to live with Isla and then I had my family right there and all different things. And I think that's something that I really learned too is like to call. Like I feel like I call so much more now than I used to. And I feel like that's been something that I've learned in my relationships. And we kind of talked about that in a long distance podcast mm -hmm. um, about having long distance friendships, how it's actually vital. And so obviously it makes sense when we've had a big year of changing and moving that we've had to get a little better about communicating. And so our chance doesn't have to get better. He's honestly amazing at it. I always talk about that being his superpower. And actually just, this is a question off the wall, but 
how are you such a good communicator? Because I always talk about it on the podcast. I'm always like, Chance the best communicator, best communicator, blah, blah, blah. How are, like, how did you become such a good communicator? Or do you have like a tip to make people, um, help people be a better communicator? I think I've just always been a good communicator because it's been just instilled in me <laughs> since I ever had a phone. Um, you know, whenever mom or dad would text or call or whatever, um, and me and my brother wouldn't answer or whatnot, then both of them would get very mad and they'd say, and especially my dad, they'd, they would be like, if I have the time to take, or if I have, if I have the time to take it out of my day to call you for this phone that I bought for you and I'm paying for, then you better answer the phone. And, um, and so then I guess just honestly not wanting to disappoint or make my parents mad at me. Uh -huh. Um, I just got really good at communicating and also to like, I look at Maya's phone and Maya just has like texts on texts on texts. And <laughs> I don't get like anxiety about anything, but that gives me anxiety. <laughs> like looking at Maya's phone and just seeing 212 texts and she's like, okay, clear some out. And then seeing 178 texts, like literally the next day, I'm like, I could not deal with this. Um, so I'll just say wanting to <laughs> say, just like wanting to keep that, anxiety out and just uh, it's just been instilled in me just like being a good communicator mm -hmm. um ever since i really had a phone and you know communication is really important and um i'm glad that my parents like taught me that in the way that they did yeah i'm so thankful that they did because it has stretched me and made me grow in a lot of different ways so thank you mama sherry mr chandler if you're listening Sorry, we had to have a brief intermission because Chance just so showed me his ASMR, and that was for hilarious. some reason those always pop up in my TikTok. Um, <laughs> and if they do for you as well, then to make me feel less crazy, DM me on Instagram and tell me like, <laughs> and hey, just say I ASMR. Yeah, just say I get those. Too. <laughs> or just DM him an ASMR TikTok video. Anyways, so what was slash is the most enjoyable part of your work? And then what was slash is the most challenging part of your work? Ooh, okay. So you can um, say both at the same time, or you can go one, start bad, start good, but good news, bad news, however you want to do this. Okay. Um, most enjoyable part of your work, both professionally and at home. Um, I would say it is very enjoyable getting to um, do what I love for work, getting to play mm -hmm. baseball. Um, and getting to be around so many great guys and you just get to meet so many cool people, um, that like you really would never come across unless you like, unless you are in like this kind of lifestyle. Um, and so it's really cool. And I feel super grateful for that. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I think a challenging part of that is as a Christian, you know, the whole athlete culture, um, is very secular and very worldly and all mm -hmm. about me, me, me and all about success and all about what have you done. Um, and for the kingdom of God, it's all, <laughs> it's all opposite of that. Um, and so, and then, I mean, also just to, you know, you get over 40, over 50, over 60 guys in the locker room mm -hmm. um, and locker room talk isn't always the best. Um, and so I would definitely say that's one of the most challenging parts is just kind of like learning how to navigate that and learning how to like, knowing like what conversations you should be in and which ones you shouldn't and like kind of how to avoid those and mm -hmm. um how to gracefully uh, exit them yeah uh -huh. and kind of and also too how to like stop the conversations or turn the conversations away because 
not only are we called to just walk away from it, but we're also called to um, encourage others and, you know, not let others wander um, mm -hmm. and to get those conversations to stop and onto a different track as well. Um, I'd say that's probably the challenge, most challenging part. Wow, that's really good. That's cool. And I think it's also cool because what has been the most challenging part of your work, which is that and like kind of like a more secular, more secular world and like kind of trying to bring faith into it. It's really cool because like that challenge is what's literally birthed this new thing called Not By Chance, which is what your website and your blog. And like, I just think it's really cool just for a minute that like the most challenging thing is actually what has inspired something so beautiful in your life. Oh, and I think that whatever it is, like maybe you're thinking yourself, you're like, wow, like this is like the most challenging thing in my job right now. And it's just been so difficult and maybe it's the time that you're there from nine to five or whatever it might be or maybe it's your boss like how can you make that challenging thing like a beautiful thing you know mm -hmm. and god that's makes true. everything come together for good and so and i think that's like there might be some people who are literally rolling their eyes like no you have not met my boss like you do not understand the kind yeah. of place that i'm working for or you do not understand like what's going on and like, you're right, I don't, but God does. And he does make everything mm -hmm. come together for good. And it might be a little uncomfortable and you might have to put yourself out there and you might have to humble yourself and die to yourself a little bit, um, but it can be something very beautiful. So I just love that your most challenging thing has actually birthed something really beautiful. Mm, thank you. And then I would say that the most enjoyable part of my work is been people. I have loved this past year, I've gotten to just meet so many incredible people, like so many of y'all who listen and just are so encouraging and who are just honestly amazing people. Like it, I feel like I know all of y'all, but I don't. And I wish I did know y'all all deeper. But I think that's one of, been one of my favorite things this year, like about work is how many incredible people it's connected me to. I it feel really like it's funny. We'll just be walking around Tampa and random girls will just come up and say hey to Maya I'm like what the world how do you know them and so that is really cool that yeah. your work does allow that yeah and I just will know them from the podcast or just from DMing each other on Instagram and so it's really cool I just feel so incredibly blessed with that and I don't know people really do just make the world go around so that's been awesome I would say and just one of my greatest joys and I think also too it's been one of the greatest ways that I've seen God work like it's one thing to sit and like do a podcast or to like make clothes or to do whatever it is, but to like act I, and to do it all kind of like behind the screen. And because you're, I'm like not really getting to do it like in person and seeing people and like talking to and having real conversations, but it's been really cool. Like whenever I do have those moments where I can actually like talk to people and just get to even DM or meet someone from coffee that has been in part of the ambassador program. I think that's just been one of the greatest joys and obviously life retreat was so incredible and I cannot believe that's my job. So that was amazing. I would say, I would say one of the greatest challenges this year with work is I think we just went through like a lot of like changes, like yeah. for a few months, like right before we got married, I had to close down. And so I feel like that was hard just because I knew I had to close down for just all the things that were, things that were going on in my life and I couldn't just maintain it um maintain doing business while going through all those things and doing all those things and so um i think that during that time i really had like a big eye opener of like okay like i don't really want to go back to like how i was doing it before like i loved making like the hats and like different things that i did but i was like mm -hmm. i want like i'm ready to do something different you yeah. know like as i'm maturing like i feel like the business is also maturing so i feel like when well, it's hard to take that step as yeah well, to um, take the step out of what you were comfortable doing yeah. and to take the step from what you did know in your business yeah. to 
almost like completely leaving that and going to something new, you know, that is yeah. um, like that in and of itself is a challenge. Yeah. And I think what was really hard too is like, while <laughs> I was like in this like intermittent, like waiting period, I was like, yeah, you do not like waiting. No, <laughs> one, I don't like waiting. And then two is so hard. Cause it's like, is this what I should be doing? God, is this what I should be doing? Or what about this? Or like, I have, I feel like a bajillion ideas every day. And so she does. She yeah. literally told me this was like the week after we got home from my honeymoon. Uh -huh. And she was like, if I even think about work, if I'm looking at something for work, if I'm talking to you about work, don't let me do it. And I'm like, well, why don't you give me an attainable task, for, especially for the first one as your husband? Yeah, because I was just like, I need. And one of the reasons why I did that is because I was in, I was like, I need to wait on the Lord. Like I need to not be trying to spin all my wheels and think about all these different ideas. Like I just need to sit and just enjoy the time in his presence. Mm -hmm. And then I'll get to that point later when I'm ready. But we have gone through a lot of changes. A lot of things have been happening and I just need to sit and rest with the Lord. Like work can wait. And so that was something that I really learned. And I feel like there, I had to learn a lot because I had a bajillion ideas, like I was saying, and I really had to learn discernment of like, mm -hmm. okay, like this idea is just something that like I want to do. And I sat with a friend and she basically just really called me out. And I think if you're like considering doing something, sit with somebody who is someone who you trust and someone who has a relationship with God and tell them what you're thinking, because most of the time they can either see right through it or the end. Like until you know that's what you're thinking because that's your thoughts and that's what you want to do and because that's fear or they'll say yes that is from the lord go after it yeah. and so i feel like i had kind of two big decisions where i could make this one decision kind of out of fear and mm -hmm. do it and just kind of stick with it because it was what i was comfortable with you know and then and just be comfortable and then there was this other decision which was to do what we're doing now mm -hmm. um and having like a curated collection and all of that kind of stuff and more artwork and all of that and I could make that decision and take a little bit more of a leap of faith and um, kind of have all of that going on. And so my friend, she saw, she was talking to me, it was Alyssa, and she was like, you know, she was like, you need to follow the Lord and you need to wait on the Lord. And that's, and she kind of helped steer me in the direction that was right for me. And so I don't know, that's just a big piece of advice. And I feel like that was probably one of the most challenging parts um, of work this year and especially just whenever you own your own business like all the decisions are kind of up to you and based yeah. on like what you're thinking and um the vision is up to you the inventory is up to you the shipping's up to you and so um i think that whenever it gets something as like important as vision i feel like in goals and doing what the lord takes what the lord wants for you to do i feel like that was a little bit more difficult but it has the most ultimate reward mm -hmm. um so yeah that was mine and then this is my last thing my last question what was the biggest thing you learned this past year wait you're skipping over what were the best books you read this year well yeah i wasn't but do you want to answer it yeah okay what were the best books you read this year i'm actually really curious i feel like this is great so people can get some ideas for so, the new year um i, I feel like i really didn't read bookshelf. i feel like i didn't really read too many books this year Ooh, um, some good ones. but i will say um the troop by nick cutter um i finished that book in like in a week and I literally could not put it down, and that's so unlike me. Um, and this isn't was, like a faith-based book. It's just like a... No, yeah, it's not a faith-based <laughs> book at all. Um, it's almost like a scary movie book. It's kind of like, it, just look up what it's about. It's really good. Mm -hmm. um, I loved it. And then right now, I am like 150 pages into the first book of Dune, um, which I'm really liking. Um, 
And then I'm reading A Prayer in Life right now. Mm-hmm. And those are, I think, if I if I complete, I won't complete those. What about our marriage book? Would you well, recommend that? I mean, like the Ten Commandments of Marriage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To somebody who's getting married? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. For people who are getting married, Ten Commandments of Marriage is a good book, too. Really good. Um, I liked that a lot. But mm-hmm. for, I was thinking more like fun reads. Oh, okay. You know, fun reads. I think my only fun read I had this year was The Troop by Nick Cutter. Really good. It's and I'm currently I'm... on Dune. <laughs> it's funny because our minds are so different. I don't have a single fun read this year. My closest fun read is Live in Love by Lauren Atkins because she kind of talks about like, it's almost like an autobiography of her life. And so is that is that right? Yeah, autobiography? autobiography. Yeah, it's an autobiography of her life, which is just like really interesting. I love how she wrote it with also like she's faith-based. So it had some cool things in there. And then I read, um, I would say my top ones that I recommend is anything Bob Goff. I read Undistracted this year by him and it was so good. And I also read his Dream Big, which was amazing. And then Find Your People by Jenny Allen is super good. I got to read that. Okay, or I'm, this is I'm reading that. Was, oh, I guess what were the best books? Yeah, so, I'm plural. reading okay, that. Um, and then let me, we're looking at my bookshelf, our bookshelf right now. So. Well, really her bookshelf. Yeah. All that's in there for me is the truth. I would say I read a little bit of the book Boundaries, speaking about relationships. And if that's something that you are kind of struggling with too, with maybe just like friendships, mm-hmm. relationships, anything of that, that's actually what inspired like the friendship series. Um, the book Boundaries by Clown and Townsend was really good. And I referred to it a lot during that time. I read a little bit of Don't Waste Your Life. Anyways, I read a little bit of a lot of books, but um, I like having a big bookshelf because then I can kind of go to things whenever I need it. But those are some of the ones I'd recommend. Now, what, what, <laughs> what, 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 what? <laughs> okay, so now what was the biggest thing you learned this past year? This is a huge question. It takes a lot of introspection. That rhymed. Wow. I'm literally... <laughs> okay, okay. So... what was the biggest thing you learned this past year? I don't know. I'm not a very, I'm not very good at introspection. I feel like. Um, yeah, this is one of chances. He has so, a. He like always loves to. While he's thinking, I'm just gonna explain this. He like loves to be around people all of the time and be doing something. Like he never has a quiet moment, and it's so funny because I'm like the opposite. I love my quiet moments. I'm like always introspecting, always looking inward, and then Chance like never does. And I'm like, well, have you thought about that? And he's like. No. <laughs> How is that not a thought in your mind? Um, but we're working on it. And that is going to be. We are trying. We to are work working on it. On it. <laughs> I would say I'll go first. Yeah, you go I will first. Say, this is going to sound super cheesy. But looking back on this year, the thing that I have learned so much is that there really is a season for everything. Like I think about the beginning of my school of this year and I was in school and I was super busy with business and just all the different things. And I would say that that was like, just like kind of a crazy season, but it was also a time where I really wanted to spend time with my friends there. And so I knew that that season was fleeting during engagement, whenever we graduated and everything this summer, like I knew that that was like a season that I really wanted to spend time with my friends and my family because I was about to be getting married and going and moving to Tampa. And then whenever we get to Tampa, I want to enjoy here because this is a season where we're going to be in one place. Right now we're in off season. Whenever we go into his baseball season, we're not going to be all in one place. And so I feel like I've really learned that I have like looking back on the series that there is a season for everything and that everything is beautiful in a season. But what I'm learning is that you have to recognize the season that you're in 
and and take it for what it is. I think one of the biggest things, what makes us so frustrated and so depressed or sad or anxious is when we're in a season, like say I'm in the season of engagement before I marry a chance. And I know I wanna like spend time with my family and my friends because I know that I'm not gonna be with them as much anymore. Um, and if I saw that season and I was like, oh, I wish Chance was just here. I wish Chance was just here. Like I would just completely miss that season. And instead I really got yeah, to enjoy great. that time with my friend and my family, with my friends and my family. And even before I graduated, like I was like, okay, I'm gonna enjoy this time with these girls. Cause like, I probably won't see them very much. We're she all did miss me though. Yeah, I did miss him. But I think that I Don't just like- Don't let her fool you. <laughs> I did. I feel like just embracing the season that you're in and taking it for what it is can just really just be the secret, honestly, of joy. And it's really what the Bible like calls us to do is to take each minute for each minute because we have no idea when this season will change or when it will be different. And so anyways, that's kind of what I've learned this year and what I really want to take into this next year. So the biggest thing that I learned this past year, how to include um, God in like things in my life that you wouldn't really think to include God in, I that's guess. Good. Um, that's really good. Like for baseball this past year, I had a Christian rap song going out. Um, I would draw a cross behind the mound before I would pitch with my foot. Um, and then I've always had Bible verses on all my gloves. Um, and, you know, and then I would memorize them and say them um, before every inning, like whenever I'd go out there or just even whenever um, I was struggling out on the mound, you know, I wouldn't every time I'd get mad at myself and I'd talk to myself sometimes, but other times, um, you know, I'd also like be praying and just asking God, like, get me out of the situation. <laughs> like, help me throw a strike. I need, I need to, I need to throw a strike right here. Don't let me give up a hit. And just kind of talking with God and just including him in those aspects, as well as like working out, you know, whenever you're, if, for those of you who know what a Versa climber is, and if you don't, then good, keep it that way. They're not fun. But if, you know, I have 30 seconds to do, like X amount of feet on the Versa climber, then, you know, like whenever I'm dog tired from a workout, I'm like, give me the strength to get through this and reach my goal in X amount of time. Cool. Mm -hmm. um, and so I feel like I've just gotten a lot better at kind of like including God at things in my life and talking with him That's um, so cool. throughout things. Yeah. And I think it's cool that you mentioned that too, because I think that it's something that I did a lot too, especially I did it in college. I'm just being so honest. Like I would always be like, Oh, like God doesn't care about like this sorority formal or this fraternity or whatever. God doesn't care about this sorority formal. Like it's not really like his vibe. So like, I'm just not going to pray about it. And it's like, I wish I would have gone into those situations and been like, God use me in this mm -hmm. situation. Like whether it's for new year's Eve and it's like, you think that, like, Oh, God's not, might not be in like my new year's Eve plans. Like, yeah, he is, you know, like mm -hmm. he is like asking like, how can you be a light in that family gathering that you're having at the restaurant that you're going to at with those friends that you're hanging out with? Like yeah. ask God, like how you can be a light and just be praying while you're there. And he will allow you to be that. And he will fill you with that light. Love it. All right. So that kind of finishes up all of our questions for today. Thank you so much, Chance, for coming on, my husband. Thank you for having me. Of course, you did a great job with your surprise. Thank you. And thank you all so much for listening. Happy New Year. We love y'all so much. And we cannot wait to see y'all in 2023. 2023. You're going to be seeing a lot more of the both of us, too. So I hope you like it. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot.